Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Transfix Take Podcast. It's your weekly market update, keeping you miles ahead in all things freight. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from Justin Mays, our market expert. All right, Mays, always good to see you. How's it going? Great to be back with you for another week of Freight Journey. Hope you kicked off your weekend right. Enjoying the spring weather. Well, as much as I love spring, I did not do well in my March Madness bracket. So other than that, how's freight? It wasn't your typical March Madness this past week. While fuel prices are just as disruptive as most NCAA brackets after St. Peter's not only upset Kentucky, but also Murray State, the same volatility is easing in the truckload markets finally. Yep, even while fuel remains a roller coaster ride. Capacity is actively loosening and pulling down tender rejections to 16%. Yes, 16%. Right around this time last year, the tender rejection rate reached its highest 26%. Shippers in most parts of the country are enjoying that easy-to-find capacity after two years of historic disruption and volatility. While it's tempting for shippers to speculate a return to normal, I'm not sure we understand what the new normal is from this point forward. And as we've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast, there really is no such thing as normal in trucking. For instance, the recent decline in volumes we usually anticipate for March, we actually experienced a 13% drop in volume on the West Coast since February 1st, and surprisingly, a 10% decrease in the Northeast as shippers took back that pricing power. This progression is music to shippers' ears, as the tender rejection rate decreased a staggering 2% over the past two weeks. Perhaps this unseasonal drop in volume is evidence of inflationary pressures, as we traditionally see freight volumes increase through the month of March after declining through January and February. The Federal Reserve recently announced a hike in interest rates. It's the first hike since 2018. Inflationary pressures are squeezing the consumer as retail sales were down in February, just under half a percentage point month over month. Could this be the reason why we are starting to see less freight in the market? Or could this be a result of the East Coast congestion that we're seeing at the ports? In the near term, nothing signals a dramatic change in markets. The West Coast is gearing up for more imports, but with the continued improvement in port congestion, and greater supply of available trucks, this will have limited impacts. Well, that would be ideal, but of course there's a but coming. That is, unless the COVID-19 lockdowns in China intensify, as we mentioned last week. We could then see longer-term impacts to the supply chains here home in the U.S. And as we do, we'll keep an eye out for the situation, but I hear there's a special season coming up. It's right about that time. We are approaching the corner of produce season. It's always a sign if you start seeing the Miami market heat up. As if it's not already hot over there. Markets throughout the southeast and south are following the same path, with tight capacity and pressured rates, creating one of the very few carrier-favored markets throughout the U.S. If you're moving or searching for freight along the Texas-Mexico border, you'll find capacity constraints similar to southern Florida. Shippers will face more pressure in these markets in the coming weeks as produce picks up. If volume trends continue to follow the course that they have in the last two weeks, we could potentially see a limited impact on freight markets through this produce season. But at the same time, we are starting to experience even higher imports to the southeast 
ports, which could actually create more of a competitive atmosphere for the truck capacity, even as many large carriers start moving their capacity to service this region. It's too early to tell which way the market will swing for produce season, but we're gonna be keeping a very close eye on this. And let's get into the hot topic of fuel prices. This is something that over the last two weeks has not improved, has probably fluctuated more than ever, and is having a great impact on the entire supply chain. Maze, let's talk about it. While diesel volatility in March Madness has done a number on everyone's emotions, the current fuel surcharge has actually masked the decline in spot rates, which stagnated across most markets, if not declined. While most shippers consider fuel a pass-through charge, for carriers, especially smaller ones, fuel is one of the primary costs to operate. So high rates can certainly squeeze the cash flow they have. Now let's be reminded that a little over 91% of US trucking companies operate six or fewer trucks. Right, and they need to ship with partners that can provide more favorable payment terms so that they can operate more smoothly. If we look back to try to find a similar time period that we witnessed fuel surges like this, it brings us back to 2005 when Hurricane Katrina and Rita wrecked havoc in the South. We experienced what was then the largest fuel surcharge until recent weeks. While short-term impacts are not too worrying, long-term impacts could alter future trends. If fuel continues to be this high, it could produce inflationary levels that become concerning in the future months and drive consumer spending down, changing the course of future volumes that we see in the market. As we go through the next couple weeks, not only do we keep an eye on fuel, we'll also keep an eye on any inflation that happens in the market. With that, we'll see you with an all new episode next week. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Incorporated or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Incorporated, nor its affiliates, nor the companies with which such participants are affiliated, warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.